I put honey and lemon in this tea. This is usually the tea that I drink if I feel sick, and I drink it hot if I feel sick, because it's just so like nurturing with the honey and the lemon in it. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. So I'm Maggie, and welcome here on this good Saturday morning, if you're listening on Saturday when they come out, 10.30 every Saturday, so that you can be prepared for it. So today's episode, I usually don't say what episodes are about within like reasonable time. So today's episode is kind of going to be about feminism, being a feminist, all of the um, female injustice that has been going on recently, you know, crimes against women, harassment, things like that. So that's kind of like a trigger warning if you feel sensitive about any of those topics, then please feel free to click away from this episode because that is what we're talking about today. So much of that stuff has been going around in the news recently, and I feel like the news especially has been incredibly heavy recently, and I feel kind of stressed out about it, and I feel partly that it is my responsibility to talk about it because I am a woman and you know I feel like I feel like men obviously play a part in this like they have to do better but I feel like oh let me turn my ringer off I feel like the only way that we're going to bring about a certain kind of change is if females talk about it and if women talk about it because it that's what this is impacting. This is what is being affected. So uh, I've been kind of feeling heavy about it recently, like I kind of said earlier, but that is kind of what we're going to talk about today. I don't have a lot of notes typed out for this episode. I have notes in the notes app of my phone that I typed up on March 17th, and I'm recording this on March 22nd. So when was that? Last Wednesday, I typed up some notes for this because I was listening to a podcast episode that really got me thinking about it and made me think that I should probably speak a little bit on it because I've honestly been so angry about it. I've been so fed up with it and I've just, I've just been mad. I've just been angry that this type of stuff is happening and that this type of stuff is going around. So yeah, that is what this episode is going to be about and we will get into it here in a second, but just kind of wanted to do the normal introductory stuff that I usually do at the beginning of every podcast. So I feel like my allergies are really getting to me today. Like, my throat feels kind of strange. I had the major sneezes this morning. I feel like it's because we are slowly but surely transitioning into, like, spring and summer. So, there's pollen and, you know, the weather is changing drastically day by day, um, which is kind of scary. I really hate it when it's like cold and rainy one day and then it's 70 degrees the next day. Like, what? What is it right now? It's 66 outside right now and it, this is Monday and on Friday it was like 40 something. Like, it was really cold and it was so rainy and gross. But I feel like because of the seasons changing, that's what's causing my allergies to act up super bad. 
so not really happy about that, but I made iced tea, which kind of makes me get in the mood for spring and summer. There's something about, like, having a cup of iced tea that you make yourself that just feels like spring and summer. I don't know if anyone else relates or knows what I'm talking about, but I love the sound of the ice. Like, the, I don't know. It's just fun. It's um, ginger peach tea. I bought um, a chamomile lemon tea, I think is what it is, and then the ginger peach tea last summer at the big supermarket Jungle Gems. I don't know if any of you guys know what that is, but you should definitely go to one if you have one near you. But I bought some teas there, and I love them. I think they're some of the best teas I've ever tried. And this one is a longevity tea, so I drink it like midday so that I have energy throughout the rest of my day to get more work done and kind of like hustle up with what I need to do because I just watched three episodes of Keeping Up with the Kardashians instead of doing things. So I like to have energy that doesn't come from coffee because I need to cut back on that. But I also painted my nails today and I'm really proud about that because I took the nail polish that was on them off like about a week and a half ago and it's not like me to not have my nails painted. So they were just bare for like a week and a half and I did not like that at all and I always wanted to get around to painting them but I just kept putting it off because I had other things that I needed to prioritize than painting my nails but I got color on them today and it feels nice. I feel a lot more put together. Um, this weekend was really nice. I really enjoyed it. I spent a lot of time with my friend Grace, which was fantastic because we are besties and I haven't seen her in a long time. And we had so much fun and we had a little jam sesh in her car. We just blasted Taylor Swift. So I don't think it can really get any better than that. And I'm currently reading Normal People by Sally Rooney. Um, I know that I said that I was reading The Joy Luck Club. But every chapter, it switches perspectives to different characters that you haven't met yet. So I have no idea who is who, and I couldn't keep up with the story. Like, I literally had no idea what was going on. After the first chapter, I was like, okay, this is cute. This is wholesome. I know what's happening. And then I read, like, four more chapters, and I was so lost. So I wanted to read Normal People for a long time because I heard a lot of positive talk about it. So... I got it at Target for like 20% off because like most books at Target are always on sale. So I am really loving it. I think I'll probably have it finished before the month is over, which is great. And then I want to buy conversations with a friend if I really enjoy normal people by the time it's over. So that's definitely a good book. I don't really read fiction books. I'm more of the autobiography person. <laughs> like... I read Matthew McConaughey's book, and I read Lauren Graham's book, and uh, I read a little bit of The Diary of Anne Frank. I don't know. Something about an autobiography I just really like, and I feel like there's more life lessons that can be found in it. It's almost like a self-help book without it being like a self-help book, if that makes any sense. 
so I'm not really like the fiction person and it takes a lot for me to like fiction but I'm really liking normal people the way it's written is so unique and it's so interesting so definitely go and buy it and find it if you can and I actually think that if you like google books like if you type into google or safari normal people you can read like the first 35 pages on a pdf to see if you like it before you buy it which I think that's really cool I wish I would have done that with Joy Luck Club but I'm such an impulsive book buyer like I go into Barnes and Noble and if it has an interesting cover then I buy it that's literally how I decide if I'm gonna read a book or not is if it has an interesting cover which is not a good way to book buy but yeah the weather today like I said it's like 66 degrees outside which is so nice so I think I'm going to go outside and read a few chapters of this book because I haven't been outside a lot today and something that I regret from like last spring and summer is not spending enough time outside with how much how much time I spent at home and cooped up inside when my like the land that I live on is literally giant like I have so much space and I didn't take advantage of any of it last year which ultimately I do regret so I think I'm going to try to spend as much time as I can outside during this spring and summer get a little sun I don't tan I literally can't tan but spending time outside so that like my freckles pop out more and Uh, The sun just, like, tons of serotonin, so I think that's what I'm going to do later, drink some more of my tea, but drinking the ice, like I said, it really gets me in the summer mood, especially because I don't like summer. Summer has always been my, one of my least favorite seasons. Spring is actually my least favorite, but summer is the second to least, but yeah. Like I said, I'm watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I'm usually not a reality TV show person. I never really have been. And I feel like it's kind of a hustle to have to, like, tune in every week for an episode. But all seasons are on Hulu. So I have Hulu. And, like, they're, you know... The Kardashians are wrapping up the show. Like, this is the last season is the one that's premiering, like, right now. And they used Sign of the Times in, like, the promo trailers for it. So I felt kind of obligated to watch it as a Harry stan. I felt like I had to tune in if they're going to use one of his songs in the trailer. But... I started from season one, and now I'm on season two, episode seven. They go by so fast. I'm on episode seven, wow. So there's not that many episodes left then, I don't think, because season one was only eight episodes long. So I'm actually really enjoying it. It's funny. It's not as, like, trashy as I thought it would be. I don't know. I guess that's, like, what just, I guess that's what the media puts out, is that that's why I had that impression, but... It's really not that way at all. And I'm going to start watching The Bachelor and The Bachelorette when it comes around again. So I'm looking forward to that. And I went to TJ Maxx yesterday. And I hit it big, let me tell you. (laughs) I bought so much, like, useless stuff there. Because that's what I do when I go to TJ Maxx. But I did get all of my friends Easter presents. So if you're my friend and you listen to the podcast, then spoiler you got an easter present but you just don't know what it is 
but I got them all Easter presents, which feels nice. I love buying things for people. And then I have always wanted incense. My dad used to burn incense all the time when I was little. So I have like the best memories of incense. And like I would walk into the living room where he would burn it. And I'd be, why is a stick on fire? That's going to ruin our house. <laughs> but then, you know, when you're little, you just don't understand how, like, it works. But I've always wanted it. And when we moved, I think we lost all of, like, the incense and the incense tray and stuff. So I haven't had any. But at TJ Maxx, they had these little cartons of incense that came with a holder. 30 sticks and a holder for only $4. I think yes. So I got the sandalwood. They had a vanilla, but like I, I'm one of those people. Like I cracked open the package in the store and I couldn't smell it. So maybe I'll go back and get the vanilla just to have more. But I bought the sandalwood and really loving it. And I also bought a new bar of like pure patchouli soup or not soup, soap. Patchouli is my favorite scent. I absolutely love patchouli. It's so amazing. So I bought a bar of soap. Bars of soap are so good. So (laughs) eco-friendly. I sound so funny when I say stuff like that, but um, definitely use bars of soap if you can. They're so nice. The one I'm using right now is from Buff City Soap and it's, I don't remember what it is, but it smells super good and it has like, it looks like chia seeds, but I know it's not chia seeds, but it has like little black beads in it that are like an exfoliant when you use it. So it feels super nice. So this week hasn't been too bad. It has actually been really nice. The weekend, like I said, it was super nice. And I've been listening to a lot more vinyls, which just, for whatever reason, feels so relaxing. Just popping on a vinyl, especially if it's an older vinyl. Like, I listened to my Journey vinyl yesterday. I have Infinity on vinyl, and I've always loved it. But I haven't listened to it in a while, and I love Journey. So, put that on, and it was... I don't know. I just felt so cool. And I listened to The Stranger by Billy Joel on vinyl yesterday, too. And I just love it. I don't know. It makes me, I don't know, something about it feels really spring-like. So one of these days, I'm going to do a deep spring clean. Like, I mean, a deep one. Go through all of my drawers, go through my purses, completely condition my floors but that is a project for another day and if that doesn't like hit you in the face then I don't really know what will because it's so true and the statistic that was going around the other day. Let's kind of dive into the main portion of this episode. So like I said, we're talking a little bit about feminism and things like that. And I feel like it's something that we all kind of need to draw our attention to because even though feminism has become quite a widespread movement, I feel like there's not a lot of people that actively talk about it 
um, if that kind of makes sense. So, the episode that I was listening to last week that kind of inspired this was Destroying the Patriarchy by Nana Florence, of course, the queen herself, but a really good episode that I listened to a few months ago is called Deborah Francis White on Feminism and the Refugee Crisis, and it's by Good Influence with Gemma Stiles, and her podcast is so amazing. I think I've probably talked about it before, but she just ended season one um, in January, so you can go and listen to all of the episodes before more come out. I only have two more left, Millie Gooch on Going Alcohol Free and Jack Harry's on Climate Action. Really looking forward to that one, actually. I forgot that that one was there, or else I would have listened to it a long time ago. But I will link those episodes for you all in the show notes. I link stuff in the show notes all the time. I don't know if you guys are aware or not, but I do, especially if I talk about stuff. I think I probably title it like, in episode talks or something like that. But those are going to be located in the show notes for you. So I would recommend going and listening to those women who are definitely more educated about it than me. But I still wanted to talk about it because I'm still very upset. Regardless of how educated or not I am, I'm upset about it. So let's talk about me for a while, right? I wasn't always a feminist which I think is a great place for us to start because I feel like a lot of people that listen, or women especially that listen, I feel like they just don't understand what it means to be a feminist. And I definitely didn't either for the longest time. I would actually make fun of people that were feminist and that were like, girl power and all of that, like, women support women, and all of that, because I just didn't understand, like, I didn't know what the hype was about, and I didn't know what was happening, and I feel like part of my resentment for it was from literally the phrase, girl power, like, something about that phrase, it just really rubs me in the wrong way, and I feel like it's because it was printed on, like, the most cheesy t-shirts, and you had, like, five-year-olds going around saying that, which is fine. I mean, like, instill the values young, but I that phrase just really never was my thing. So I feel like that was what kind of stopped me from being a feminist was honestly just pure ignorance. Like, I just didn't understand. Because in my mind, I was like, well, why do you need feminists? Women can vote. Women can get a job. Women can own a car. You can own a house. You can have kids. You can get a job, you get paid, you can be an executive, you can be a a manager. Like, in my mind, I was like, women can do everything that men can do, so why do we need a feminist? Like, I didn't get it. And uh, even, this is what I mean by, like, education is key. Like, and this could possibly be another episode for another time, but even at the start of, like, the Black Lives Matter movement, I was so completely blindsided by my white privilege that I was, like, I never really said all lives matter, but for a good second there, I was on that train because I didn't understand my privilege and I didn't know what it meant or how to use it in the proper way. 
But as soon as you have those uncomfortable conversations and you talk to people and you let your guard down and you recognize that you were wrong, that is when complete change happens. And that is when movement happens and education means so much because it allows for mindsets to just completely shift because now I understand my privilege and I understand that I was born into a society that uses white privilege to an extreme advantage and I need to learn how to use my privilege for the benefit of someone that isn't me. And I feel like that's a big lesson that we all need to learn but that is not what this episode is about because I could talk about that for a long time. But basically, I just didn't understand why we needed feminists and I didn't know what the point was and I just didn't know what like all the talk and all of the conversation was about. Like I just purely did not understand. But now that I'm older and that I've had more conversations with women and that I am more active on social media, and I consume news, and the fact that I just want to be a journalist, and I put myself out there more, and I have conversations with people, and I see what happens in the real world, I'm so blinded by the fact that women don't have the same privileges that men do, even though on a surface level they do. Like, everything that I said earlier is true. You can own property, you can get a job, you can get a car, you get paid, blah, 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 blah. That's all true, but it's all surface level. Like, dig deep. A woman that has the same job title as a man, and they're working at the same facility, he's getting paid more than she is. He gets praised more than she does. And it's so obvious, but yet we don't ever acknowledge it. And I did, I realize that a whole lot now. And I realize that a lot more now, but as a woman... You have to fight for your seat at the table even though the chair is already pulled up. Like, you have to put yourself out there because if not, then no one's going to recognize you and no one is going to respect you. And it takes so much effort and so much energy for a woman to gain respect even though that's not how it should be. She should just already have your respect. She shouldn't have to do anything extra to get it. But because she's a woman... She has to try and she has to go to extra lengths to make herself feel heard and feel seen. And I'm just so tired of it. I'm tired of having to make myself feel valid. And I'm tired of having to make myself feel like my opinions matter and that my ideas are valid because they are. But I have to fight extra hard for it. And I really don't like that. Like at school... We used to have a, um, a program called Girls for STEM or Girls That Code or something like that. And it was really just like a STEM-based course, you know, science, technology, engineering, math. But it was called Girls, that, Girls for STEM, Girls That Code. Why? Why? We don't need that. We just want to be in the same room as a man because we're doing the same thing, but yet you feel the need to divide us. You can't say that it is a program trying to help females learn how to code if you're going to deliberately separate us from the men. It shouldn't have to be 
you're a woman, we're going to put you in a special class and teach you it at a lower level, and we're going to make sure that you understand that's not how it should be. It should be you want to STEM, you want to know how to code, you want to go into engineering, great, let's put you in a class. Great, we have a course for you. Let's get you in it. Regardless if you're a a woman or not, you shouldn't have that division. You shouldn't have that divide. That's like intentionally calling out girls that have interests that aren't particularly feminine interests, okay? Just because she doesn't want to work a desk job or be a teacher or be a stylist, or go to cosmetology school, or things like that, that doesn't mean that you separate her. That doesn't mean that you exclude her from the main group. No, you include and you mix together. So that always, that has always bothered me. I think we've gotten rid of kind of that program now, which is really great because we need to be included in everything. But for people that think that you know, women have all of the same rights and all of the same privileges as men, well, no, that's a pure example right there of where we don't because they're separating us. So that, I feel like, is why we need feminism. And and since we're on that topic, why we need feminism, let's talk about this. I saw this on Twitter a few weeks ago maybe, I guess. And it said, if a guy's in a room full of girls, he's in heaven. If a girl is in a room full of men, she's in fear of her life. Yep, I'm gonna read it again in case you missed it. If a guy is in a room full of girls, he's in heaven. If a girl is in a room full of men, she's in fear of her life. It was like 90 like seven percent of women have been sexually abused, assaulted, or anything along those lines. And I can't remember if the statistic is just for the UK because I think I saw somewhere that it was, or if it was for all women everywhere. But um, regardless if it was just for the UK or not, ninety-seven percent of women have a story. of women have something to share, something to tell, a reason to say that she was scared for her life because this happened to her, and that's ridiculous, and it's not okay, and usually the, like, response that is so common is, yeah, but not all men. I'm sorry, what? Like, okay, we know it's not all men, but it's almost all women, Almost every single woman has a story, and that, I mean, like, it messes with my, like, my heart. Like, it doesn't sit right with me, and it makes me so angry and so furious. And the other day when I was just, like, scrolling through Instagram, and I was seeing all this stuff about Sarah, and I was seeing all the women who are coming forth and sharing their story, and then you look at the comments or you look at what people have said, and it's like, happens to men too or it's not all men. Okay, do you want to really try to minimize her pain? Because that's exactly what you're doing. I That's not okay. That's not an okay response. You're focusing on the wrong subject. We know it's not all men, but we have a reason to be angry, okay? Like, okay, I don't know if this is like 
appropriate considering that like you know the matter is kind of serious but the taylor swift song right the man let's just evaluate so like that song is so fantastic but like my favorite part of the whole thing is when she says like if i was out flashing my dollars i'd be a b word not a baller they paint me out to be bad so it's okay that i'm mad exactly like if that doesn't speak true for all women then i don't know what does because we look at things that men do and we praise them and we look at women that do the exact same thing and they are completely shamed for it and it's a literal double standard and it doesn't make sense and you can't make it make sense and i don't know it just it makes me so mad and it makes me want to cry and i I don't know how to really spark a change about it, but I know that it has to start somewhere and that if it has to start with me, then it has to start with me because I can impact the people around me. And even if it's just one person, it's still somebody. And like, I'm, I'm mad and it's okay that I'm mad because I want something to change. I don't want to have to teach my children that they have to carry their car keys in between their fingers because if someone comes up to them, they have to have a weapon ready to attack. I don't want to tell them that they can't walk two blocks home because during their walk home, they could get kidnapped and they could get hurt. And I don't want to tell them that they have to go to the bathroom in groups because if they go to the bathroom alone, then someone is going to abuse them. I don't want to tell them that when they're at a party, they can't ever put their drink down because someone is going to drug it. And then when you're going to pick it back up again and you're going to drink from it, they're going to wait until that moment that you pass out so that they can do something to you. I don't want to have to do that. I want there to be a change and I want there to be some kind of revolution of some kind that happens so that the world is safer because it's honestly just upsetting and it's sickening and it makes me so mad, especially when you look at people like Sarah who did everything right. She wore bright colored clothes. She wore shoes that she could run in. She texted her boyfriend before she left. And she told her friends that they would that she would call them when she got home and she walked on brightly lit streets and yet she was still kidnapped and she was hurt and she was murdered. And that life can never be returned because a man decided that he had the power over her to attack her and to assault her and to kill her so that she could not have another life that she couldn't wake up in the morning and do everything that she normally did and go have another date with her boyfriend and to go hang out with her friends again. And I, oh, I can't, I just can't because it makes me so upset and it makes me so angry that people ask why we need feminism and then when stuff like this happens, they say it's not all men, but it's almost all women. So we have to do something and we have to start learning and we have to start educating and we have to start growing as people 
and we have to spread more love and we have to be more caring and we have to learn to change because if you are like me and you haven't always been a feminist and if you're listening to this and you currently don't describe yourself as a feminist, I really want to urge you to have conversations with people and to talk to people and to learn about the movement and then come together. Because the only way we're going to be able to do anything is if we all come together and we all learn and we all grow together. Because I feel like at the end of the day, that's what this boils down to. You know, you take away my anger and you take away my pain and you take away the fact that there are people that I know that have stories. You take all of that away. At the end of the day, it's about learning and it's about growing and it's about bettering our communities and the people around us so that we learn to feel safe. Because if people like Sarah can do everything right, think about the people that missed something. Think about the people that didn't wear bright colored clothes. Think about the people that wore heels instead of shoes, like tennis shoes. Just think about it. Think about how how much worse that could have been for them if they missed out on something, if they missed one of the check boxes. And, you know, you think about feminism and you ask why we still need it in the 21st century and what it's doing for us now. But you look at things like the school dress code and you see how inherently targeted against women they are. If you have never watched the movie Moxie on Netflix, please go watch it. It's M-O-X-I-E, Moxie. It is so amazing. Grace and I watched it this weekend. She had already seen it, but she wanted me to watch it with her. And it was so amazing, and it's so moving, and you can literally learn so much about it, so much about you know, what feminism is, what it means, and how it shows up in our everyday lives. Because dress codes are something that will never fail to anger me because they are so targeted at women. And Grace and I even looked up the code of conduct for the high school that we go to, and we read the rules that it has for dress code. Literally, almost all but like five were targeted at things for women which is ridiculous, and I don't understand why people don't see a problem with it, because the movie, the movie is so great. It's about, like, juniors in high school, and it does a great job of talking about feminism and the dress code, and it's about, like, protesting and movement and not staying silent and, you know, kind of creating that change within their social group, and it's so awesome because, They paint it in a way that it's extremely realistic, and at the end of the movie, you're thinking to yourself, I can do something like that. It leaves you feeling empowered, which is great, because I love that, and I love coming away from it thinking that I can probably spark a change of some kind, and there's this scene in the movie where um, these girls are in class, and so there's two girls, and they're both wearing tank tops, right? One of the girls, her boobs are, like, bigger than the other girl. So if you wear a tank top, then you are aware that, like, you're probably going to show more cleavage if you have bigger boobs than if you have really small boobs, okay? That's just how it is. Bodies are bodies. So she's wearing a tank top, and she has bigger boobs, and the girl beside her has, like, little to no. 
okay? So her tank top fits like skin tight while the others doesn't. So principal walks in and she's like, you need to cover up. You need to change. You need to put something else on. And the girl's like, she's literally wearing the exact same thing as me and you're targeting me. And she didn't have anything to cover up with and she didn't have anything to change into. So they sent her home. She wore a tank top to school and her body is built differently than other girls. And some principal found it within herself that she needed to remove this girl from her educational experience and to send her home for the rest of the day because of what she wore and because of the, like, literally because of the pure fact that her body looks different. And if you don't think that happens in schools today, then please go to a high school and look at a classroom and see how that affects women every single day. Because I know that at my school, and I feel like at a lot of other high schools, for girls that wear leggings, you know, they want your shirt to cover your butt, which I don't really understand all that much, but they want your shirt to cover your butt. Well, if you're tall, then your shirts are like dresses if they cover your butt. If you have an extremely long torso because you're tall and you're wearing leggings, then, you, well, yeah, you might as well just not wear leggings at all because I don't know how you find a shirt that long. Okay? Bodies are built differently. You can't have the same standard set for everybody. And the fact that the standards don't even make sense and that they are purely targeted against women, I will never in my life understand. I got dress coded when I was a freshman because of the holes in my pants. And they were literally jeans from Target that Target still sells to these to this day. And they have like rips in the lower knee, across the knee, and then just a little bit above the knee. And then they have like a little patch that's on like your upper thigh, right? How most ripped jeans do. And I walked into the building. Well, okay, correction. I got out of my mother's car, and before I even stepped foot in the building, someone stopped me and told me that I was against the dress code. I don't understand how people find it in themselves to stop me from attending class because I have a little bitty hole in my upper thigh because it doesn't bother anyone. I wear them on the weekend. I wear them on days that I don't have school. I wear them around my friends, okay? This is what we call normal clothes, okay? This is this is just how we dress. This is not anything astronomical or anything like that. And um, you want to know who stopped me? A man. A man is who stopped me. And then I proceed to walk in the building and a woman stops me and tells me that I'm against the dress code. So I have to literally go and put on a pair of jeans that did not belong to me. And they were so uncomfortable because they didn't fit. And I was so furious with the situation that I wasn't going to dig around longer for any more jeans. So I just took the first ones that I found and I had to sit through the rest of the day being uncomfortable and being upset because they told me that I couldn't wear what was mine. I showed up to my first block class roughly 20 minutes late because they forced me to run around the school building and put on different clothes and I had to go and give like three different admin tickets of my dress code violation so that they could mark it down in the little book.
They're so concerned about pulling women out of class to get onto them for the clothes that are theirs that they, it, to a point, it feels like that they don't even care about your educational experience. If you're so concerned about the hole in my jeans that you're going to make me show up to class late and I miss about a half a day's worth of content, it just makes me really upset. It makes me really upset that things like this still exist and that dress codes are continuously targeted towards women. So, yeah, I know that was a lot of heavy conversation and a lot of heavy talk, and I'm not quite sure that any of it made sense because personally, I feel like I was all over the place while I was talking, but it really just results from the fact that I am mad about the way that things have been going on recently. It's never the victim's fault. We have to start holding people accountable for their actions, regardless of their job title, of their income, of their family, or anything like that. And while I have the platform to do it, and because of the current time that I'm making this, um, I do want to speak on Asian hate crimes. I will admit that I am not that informed about it, but I have seen some things on Instagram, and I have um, I listened to a bit of a podcast today that kind of chatted about it, and I've swiped through some infographics. So I've seen a couple of things, but we can't uh, we can't excuse murder because someone had a bad day. That's not okay, and we shouldn't accept that, and we can't tolerate it. So I am. I am so sorry for any of the people that have been affected by the crimes against women or for the Asian hate crimes. My heart truly goes out to you guys sending love and thoughts and prayers because we have to make a change and it has to start somewhere and it has to start today. So if you leave this episode with anything, I want it to be that you are always learning and that you're always educating yourself and that you're always growing because no matter your age, your demographic, your income, your race, etc., 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 the learning process and the growth process does not stop. Even if you're 12 or if you're 64, you are always learning and you're always growing and you are constantly developing new thoughts, and you're learning how to tackle new situations, and you're taking in new information day by day. So make sure that you are following content creators that are going to educate you and inspire you to make a change, and that you are consuming yourself with unbiased and straightforward news that is going to educate you and enlighten you on the subject matters at hand because we have to learn and we have to educate and we have to hold people accountable. And I know that that is difficult sometimes and I know that it hurts sometimes, but at the end of the day, that is what matters because we can't keep losing lives to the fact that we don't want to step forward and break silence. We have to, we have to make a change. And I think that we can make one happen. We just have to want it to happen. If you are a male and you're listening to this podcast episode, there's not many of you, 
But if you are one out there, hold yourself accountable and hold your friends accountable. Don't settle for for misogynistic talk. If someone says a feminist joke or if your friend catcalls somebody or harasses a woman in a way, don't laugh at it and don't brush it off. Hold them accountable. Speak out and educate them because we something has to change there, okay? Don't settle for guy talk, locker room talk. You know, call people out. That's how we kind of make a change. That's kind of how we grow. So that is kind of what I want you to come out of this episode with. And I'm sorry if it was all over the place or if it didn't make sense, but there was definitely a lot of built-up anger in me from the past week due to the news and all of that stuff that I really just had to get out. And I'm happy that I have a space here that I have created for myself where I have the ability to do that because I know not a lot of people do. And I'm happy that I kind of have this this thing for myself that I can speak on it. And hopefully I might have sparked something. I might have sparked a conversation or you're going to start looking at things differently and learning and educating and growing because that is ultimately the goal that I want to achieve by the end of each episode. And I hope that I've kind of done that for you today. So thank you for listening to this and for sticking with me. In the show notes of this episode, I'm going to list some female content creators and influencers that I follow on Instagram that I feel like do a great job of shining light on this subject and continue to inspire people and to lift people up and They are always growing together, and they're always learning, and I think that is a great thing. So if you're interested, you can check out some of the amazing people that I will be listing in the show notes of this episode to follow on Instagram, and they even go miles and miles beyond this. They are so... um, They're so inspiring and uplifting, and their content is genuinely what I look forward to seeing, so... I hope that you can get some enjoyment out of that too and that you can learn a couple of things. So thank you so much for listening to this episode, regardless of how crazy it was or how nonlinear it was. Again, I'm sorry for it, but I'm glad that it happened. So tune in next Saturday for a brand new episode. I think it is. Oh, wait. Oh, my gosh. I think this episode is the last episode of March, so next week's episode will be the first episode of April, and in April we have some very exciting things coming and happening, so make sure that you listen to that episode for more details and for more information about that, so if you don't mind me, I'm going to now go and read my book outside. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you again later.